This is Plant-Based Briefing, Minimum Viable Meal Prep, Basic Plant-Based Batch Cooking You Should Do Every Week Even When You're Too Busy, Part 2 by Brigitte Jam at VeganFamilyKitchen.com. And I'm Marian Erickson, host of this curated content plant-based podcast, where I narrate articles on various topics related to plant-based and vegan living in about 10 minutes or less every weekday. And today's article is longer than that, so it's a two-parter. I read part one yesterday, so go back and listen to that first, so that part two today will make more sense. And now let's jump into today's plant-based briefing. Minimum Viable Meal Prep, Basic Plant-Based Batch Cooking You Should Do Every Week Even When You Are Too Busy, Part 2, by Brigitte Jem at veganfamilykitchen.com. Make sure you have the greens. I'm all for zero waste, but if you are seriously in a bind, you have my blessing to buy a convenient box of pre-washed boxed or bag greens. Choose the baby option, like kale or so-called power greens, which are usually a mix of different nutritious young dark leafy greens. Those provide maximum nutrition for minimum effort. A more economical option is to buy a bunch of kale, rinse it in plenty of water, then chop it into ribbons. Massage energetically with your hands and store in a container with a paper towel or cloth napkin at the bottom. Add a soup or stew. Soups and stews are the ultimate prep-friendly dishes for your basic plant-based batch cooking session. You don't even need a recipe to improvise a tasty soup or stew with lots of flavor. And you don't need to worry about chopping things nicely if you plan on blending everything smooth at the end. Prefer it chunky? Call it rustic and you're done. Always start by sautéing a diced onion. Add a few extra vegetables, make sure there are seasonings like garlic, spices, and herbs, then add broth and beans. I find that many Indian dishes are a great fit for plant-based batch cooking and also an opportunity to get my dose of ginger and turmeric. Dried fruit also make a nice addition to curries. No time to mess with fresh garlic and ginger? Make sure you have garlic and ginger powder. There's absolutely no shame in using those. You can also use canned tomatoes to make it more into a chili, great on roasted sweet potatoes, rice, tortillas, and more, or a rich tomato sauce, like my versatile vegan bolo sauce linked here, served on pasta, portobello mushrooms, potatoes, or polenta. Make your super stew into a complete meal by adding some grains, or plan on pairing it with whatever grain you cook for the week. Brown rice or whole wheat orzo noodles work well in soups. Quinoa melds nicely into a bean chili. When all soup ingredients are cooked to tender, add a big handful of chopped greens for even more nutrition and stir them in. They'll wilt while the pot cools down a bit. Check out my list of 20 prep-friendly recipes for batch cooking linked here, including many soups and stews. How to make the most of your time when doing basic vegan batch cooking. Recap, you have three things to do in your minimum viable meal prep. Cook grains, roast oranges, and prepare a super stew. Here's the right order to do it in. 1. Start the oven at 375 degrees Fahrenheit and a big pot of water on the stovetop on high. 2. Rinse the grains in a fine mesh sieve and set aside. 3. Chop the veggies for roasting and put them in the oven for about 40 minutes. If you remember to flip them partway through, great, but it doesn't matter that much. 4. In a heavy pot on the stove on medium-low heat, start cooking your super stew by sautéing the onions for a few minutes. It will make them extra sweet and flavorful. 5. Keep an eye on the pot of water. When it boils, add in the grains. If it's brown rice, cook for 22 minutes. For other grains, taste often and use your judgment. This technique does not apply to couscous. 6. Keep on adding veggies to your super stew, cooking each for a couple of minutes before adding the next. Add in the rest of the ingredients and let it simmer until everything is cooked to your liking. 7. Your grains should be ready at some point during the simmering. Drain through the fine mesh sieve, return to the hot pot but off the heat, put the lid on and let the grains finish steaming for about 10 minutes before fluffing with a fork. 
8. The oranges should be done roasting by now. Take them out of the oven. And 9. Transfer everything to labeled containers and refrigerate. Some people like to pre-assemble bowls and divide their meals into portion-sized containers. If you're on the go a lot, that may be a good strategy for you. Jazz it up with tasty and nourishing pantry staples. Make sure to stock some or all of the following to add into your meals once you assemble them. Nuts and or seeds, like almond, walnuts, pecans, pumpkin seeds, hemp seeds, sesame seeds, sunflower seeds, etc. Nutritional yeast. Dried fruit, like raisins, unsweetened cranberries, currants, or apricots. Balsamic or fruit vinegar. Lemon or lime juice, keep refrigerated. Frozen mango and frozen avocado, mixed together with a pinch of salt and maybe lime juice for a fantastic topping for curry or chili. How to eat all this? You now have cooked beans, whole grains, roasted orange vegetables, some greens, and a soup or stew. Here are some combinations to inspire you. Compose vegan bowls. A scoop of grains, a scoop of beans, a scoop of roasted orange veggies, a handful of greens, extra veggies if possible like cherry tomatoes, grated carrots or beets, extra antioxidants with fresh berries or dried fruit, sprinkle with chopped nuts or seeds and or nutritional yeast, and a splash of lime juice or fancy vinegar works in a pinch, although I won't blame you for using a ready-made vegan dressing to bring it all together. Stir-fry it up. If you have the extra 15 minutes, you can make what will look like a different dish by heating up the wok or skillet and making a fried rice-style dinner. Your veggies are already cooked, so start with about half of the grains you plan on eating, sautéing them around the hot skillet until heated through. You can use a teaspoon or two of oil if you're okay with that. Then add the beans and veggies, sauté again until warm, then add the rest of the grains. Throw in a handful of greens and a splash of lime juice or soy sauce. When everything's piping hot, you are done. Or just heat up that super stew. Those soups and stews make amazing lunches because you can just warm them up in the microwave. They'll also be very comforting at 9 p.m. after a long day of work when you haven't yet had dinner. Sprinkle with nuts and nutritional yeast or add a spoonful of your favorite salsa or chutney. Injecting diversity in your basic plant-based batch cooking. Use roasted seasonal vegetables. Once in a while, instead of your old standbys like sweet potato and squash, try a new seasonal vegetable. Asparagus is only available locally in the spring, so don't miss it. Radishes, zucchini, and mushrooms are also great roasted, but combine them with the orange veggies. When cauliflower is on sale, grab it. Freezer strategy. Get in the habit of doubling up your grains and soups or stews and freeze half for later. Make sure to label the containers well and keep an inventory sheet on the fridge to remind yourself of what's available. Add-ons. As you get more skilled and faster at this basic plant-based batch cooking thing, I recommend you add a couple of other basics to your meal prep plan like sauces, dressings, and spreads you can use for sandwiches. See ideas and recipes linked here. What will you prep this weekend? You just listened to Minimum Viable Meal Prep, Basic Plant-Based Batch Cooking You Should Do Every Week, Even When You Are Too Busy, Part 2 by Brigitte Jem at veganfamilykitchen.com. And I'm your host, Marian Erickson. And when Brigitte talks in this post about the order and the most efficient way to get all this done in an hour, she is not kidding. She did a live video, a live workshop for Virtual Veg Fest back in June of 2021 that I'll link in the show notes. But she promised to prepare millet, soup, pesto, roasted veggies, and pizza dough all within an hour. And I watched it live, and my daughter was cracking up at me because I was so stressed as she's starting and she's chatting, and I'm thinking, quit talking, you're not going to get finished. But of course she did, and she's so efficient. And 
she has taught me so much as well. It doesn't freak me out anymore to assume that that can be done in an hour because it totally can. Anyway, please share this episode with anyone who might benefit and thanks for listening.